It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Make me an old fashioned. Oh, you're making fun of Never a Doubt Week. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Live from New York. It's day two of Never a Doubt Week. Obviously. He has a tattoo that says Never a Doubt. Yeah. And now the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, thus Never a Doubt Week. Exactly. It's first things first. Today, after being serenaded with booze last night, are Kelsey and Mahomes embracing the villain role and why this is bad news for the 49ers? Meanwhile, it's Sherlock Holmes time, bro, as we continue <laughs> our search for an answer to LeBron's hourglass tweet and parse his latest comments on the trade deadline. And finally, it's a special Super Bowl edition of the coldest segment in all of sports, Mahomes Mountain. Alongside a dapper-dressed bartender, I'm Kevin Wilds. Bro, are you excited for Mahomes Mountain? No, I got a peek at it and... Talk about disrespectful. Talk he, about he actually fodder. fell down the mountain. Talk about no. fodder for one of these teams. It, it guess is, which one? All right, it, Bulletin it, board material. It's not just quarterbacks on this week's mountain. But somehow Purdy fell, even though we haven't well, seen yeah, him. Yeah, he, he actually did fall. Yeah, because other players were now eligible, and they're, we'll talk now. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, is better than Brock Was Purdy. he in the MVP? Ayuk's not he's, even the one. Ayuk's a real old the most pro. disrespectful. Oh, Butker's above him. Oh. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, no, he is. No, he's Juice check. Look at it again. Right. Right. It's not left to right. It's always left to right. We start with the goat chase. I don't know why. Mahomes weighed in on the long road to seven Super Bowl rings and possibly catching Tom Brady. Take a listen. I'm not even close to halfway, so I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I mean, your goal is to be the best player that you can be. Um, and uh, I know I'm blessed to be with, around a lot of great players around me. Um, and so right now, it's doing whatever I can to beat a great 49ers team and trying to get that third ring. And then if you ask me that question in like 15 years, and I'll see if I can get close to seven. But seven seems like a long ways away still. Perfect answer. <laughs> this seems like a silly question, but it's what we agreed upon mm-hmm. in the meeting. Yeah. So I'll ask it verbatim. Yeah. Does Mahomes need seven rings to surpass Brady? Again, this is just as like your goat. idea, uh, yeah. because seven as actually would not. Okay, yeah. So as the goat. does does but he? Because need... Brady has seven, so right. just mathematically. So here's what's <laughs> about to happen. Brew and I, I would imagine, are going to play some beautiful jazz over these next oh, 12, great. 15 minutes. Absolutely. While Wilds will do his best. Will Ferrell coming in, clanging <laughs> on a cowbell. They're out giving the most fast. Style analysis imaginable, but let's start here and see see. where it goes. So I want to start from this place. I don't love rings culture in basketball, but I get it. I even though I I think it is too simplistic Mm -hmm. because you are playing if you're the best player almost the whole game because you are playing on both ends of the court because it's five on five. There's a lot of reasons why of the major team sports count. The rings can be a dispository element for those. I hate it, and we don't really see it in baseball. No, it it wouldn't be fair in baseball. I don't like it in football. I do it in baseball, too. Yeah, of course you do. Um, And I don't like it in football, but for quarterbacks, I understand it to a degree. I think where Brew and I agree entirely is in order to be in the conversation for the best quarterbacks ever, There are three boxes, and you have to check all of them. It's the jewelry box, the stats box, and the eye test box. And if you check all three, you are then eligible to be in the discussion. If if you're Dan Marino, you're just out of it. It sucks. If you are, in my opinion, Peyton is the closest to it, but the stats in the playoffs hurt him enough to where he gets knocked out of it, even though... 
I think he was better than someone who's in it in Joe Montana. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so my answer to this is a resounding no, he doesn't need seven. Yes, he obviously needs more than two. And that is because in football, and I just want to show a couple numbers, then I'll hand it to you, Brew. So much of whether or not your team wins or lose, loses takes place when you are not in the game. True. So if we look at most points per game ever allowed by an eventual champion, third Mahomes is two rings. So nobody has ever won rings with worse defensive performances in the playoffs than both of Mahomes's. You then compare points per game allowed in the postseasons they won rings, Brady and Mahomes. So Brady's worst defense ever was under 21 points per game in the playoffs. Mahomes is 25 and 25. So the point there is, is that if somebody, and and on some of these things you have to take it to its furthest logical conclusion, if the greatest, if the the 2000 Ravens ripped off a dynasty, doing what they did that postseason, allowing 5.7 points per game, and they won four consecutive Super Bowls. Would anyone then be saying, well, Trent Dilfer, better than pick your quarterback X, John Elway? Of course not. So there has to be some art to the science as well. So he needs more, but he does not need seven. I I agree with you. And and look, whilst you know he doesn't need seven, there are already – People saying, a lot of people saying he's the best we've ever seen. Not many saying he's the GOAT. Really hardly. Which are two different things. Right. But if he wins just Sunday, which will give him three, I will not be in this camp. I know you won't either. I think there will be a few people, though, saying he's the GOAT. Yeah, he's the best. They'll say he's the GOAT, not just the best we've seen. I think it'll be a handful of people that will begin to say that. I won't be in that camp. To me, Nick, he needs – if he keeps playing the way he has been, he needs like five Five. for it to be a legitimate debate. But it's it's not – because, look, Nick brought it up. In basketball, ring culture is probably more legitimate. Mm -hmm. Because you're playing both ends. But – Nobody says Bill Russell has 11. Michael Jordan only has six. Jordan's not better. Or LeBron only has four. Russell has 11. LeBron's not better. So in fo- it, it, it shouldn't just come down to seven versus five yeah. or seven versus four or whatever. So I think he needs to get to five. five. All right. And the reason he doesn't need seven wilds is because as his he started like he's been the driving force behind their first two Super Bowls, as you just showed with the stats, right? Brady, and not to mention Mahomes has won two MVPs, been two two first-team All-Pros, while he's winning his two, maybe three Super Bowls. Brady had never made All-Pro. Brady had never won an MVP throughout his first three Super Bowls. I know. So Brady, and Brady, for most of his career, was not even viewed as the best quarterback in the league. It was Peyton Manning. At points, it was Aaron Rodgers. Brady, though, actually got better statistically as his career went on. So here's the caveat, Nick, I'll throw at you. And if they win this Super Bowl Sunday, and that's three for Mahomes, and they do it the way they've kind of been doing it this whole year, where the defense is the driving force, Mahomes may throw two touchdowns, 211 yards, whatever. If he continues to win this way, uh, then it's different. Right. See, he can't win five with his last three being I like totally this. I totally agree with that. Right? Gotcha. That I totally That's why agree he could be, with an asterisk. No, well, no, no. It, it, it's just how yes. it happened. And yeah. Brady that, that won I, his first three like this. And his sixth. And Right, right. And last but but no. he won his six like that, but his play throughout, throughout the, the season and, and was yeah, yeah, different. Go ahead. And so that's where uh, I think it's going to be nuanced. I got, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got it. The depository thing that you were talking about, I understood that, and I understood I that. say depository. Perfectly. I, I got dispositive. it. Dispositive. Dispositive. Yeah, go ahead. I understood that depository. perfectly. Depository. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's at a bank. I got it perfectly. Yeah, uh-huh. So, I do think what you were saying about how some people will think that if he wins this weekend that he's the greatest of all time, based on a little bit of confusion multi-sport, like you were talking about cross-championship cross, um, cross championship comparisons. Like in golf, for example, 
lowest score wins. Okay. This, you know what I mean? In baseball, <laughs> it's like ERA. Mm-hmm. Like if your ERA is three, so what does he seven. need? So what does he need? So we actually made some graphics. Josh and I went up and I grinded the all twenty-two. These. So yeah. we dug into it. Here's where we are right now. Okay. <laughs> so he's got two. Now if he wins this weekend, mm-hmm. he'll actually have three. So then we updated it. Okay, so he's got three. So then we just went crazy. We just went to Crazy Town, mm-hmm. and we're like, I don't care, man. Like, what do you want to do? Add another one. And Josh was like, no, dude, we should double it. I'm like, well, if he doubles it, he's going to have more. And it turns out we were wrong. Yeah, well, that... <laughs> I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, Josh, run it back again. He's like, no, dude, six is still less than seven. Even if he got to seven, turns out he would just be tied. So can I ask you so a question? So I was just like, I was flabbergasted, and I made Josh run the numbers again. But can, it turns out can, he will can not, I ask, he will not can I ask you a question? Like, Hold on. Wait, can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Does this apply... Only to best versus second best? Or does this apply across the board amongst greats? I, I, ah, I said Dilfer I earlier. So, like, let me ask you this. Honestly, not being a smartass. Okay. Am I allowed Brad to be a no, 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 no. So, no. Elway Big Ben or, or Dan Marino? I take uh, – uh, that's a good question. I why? Hold on. Why? How do you not know? Two is greater than zero. As you would love to say, if it's seven to five, there's a yeah. whole Hall of Fame career. Yeah, that's good. The, so, okay. Um <laughs> Eli or Drew Brees? Oh, not sure about that. Yes, you are, that though. That wasn't the assignment. No, see, so that's the thing is, you are. Nobody, as Big Ben's going to be a first right. ballot Hall of Famer. Not better than Nobody Drew. thinks he's better than but Dan they're all in the They're all in the very no, good camp. No. When no, you're up on no, the GOAT no, camp, no, you have to start no. talking about, like, looking into okay, it. So, okay, so, well, I'll give you one. Wait. Stafford or Mahomes? Why is why is Mahomes better than Stafford? They both have good stats. No, they both have rings. Stop, Mahomes. One guy. Why? Tell me why. Okay, he's won consistently throughout his career. No, any argument that you make that Mahomes is better than Stafford is the same argument you can make that Brady is better than Mahomes. No, Stafford's made one Pro Bowl. And, and, Mahomes has made si- and Mahomes has made six. Mahomes has two MVPs. So he's got five Stafford's more. How many more MVPs? No, that's that's not the argument you wanted to make. You, I, no, you spent too much time making your graphics and not enough time thinking about You want to get into the empirical I, I, world I, I, on why kingdom. Mahomes is better than no. Brady. You have to live in the empirical world. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The, Don't go eye-testing me no, left and right. I, I no, think this I'm, too. I'm not eye-testing you left and right. I think Wilds. So how fast Mahomes, and if he gets to five, if he gets to five, if he gets to five in ten years and then retires, I think, sh- or even like at that point, if he's in his tenth year and he's now got five Super Bowls, I think he will be widely viewed so, as the goat. So I bought that widely. Pace, that pace so, so, so we'll get was a we'll nice get to the pace ground. thing in a moment. But there's one other thing I want to show you guys as far as empirical stuff, which is obviously Mahomes has not played nearly as long as Brady, but how many w- awesome. Playoff games do they both have? So playoff games with a passer rating of 110 or higher and their team record because you're a quarterback wins guy. I think this will surprise you. So Mahomes is one away from Brady's whole career of awesome playoff games. That should be shocking. Then there's the flip side. Can, which I, can is, I just stop there how, for a second or no? You yeah, go ahead. That? Sure. And then, I haven't dug through yeah. all 10 games. Uh-huh. But we just saw Mahomes play a game. That he leaned on this great defense. It's like, you know what? I don't need to take chances. I can sort of lay back in the cut, get my 14-point lead, and put it on cruise control. Yes. Don't you think that's... Passer that rating was, is not hurt by that. That was very Brady-esque. Yes, and they had a great passer rating. Passer oh, okay. rating is not hurt by that. That's why I didn't do total yards or touchdowns. Oh, okay. Passer rating rewards you for efficiency. Right. So then the flip side to that is, what about games in which you struggled in the playoffs? How did your team do? So passer rating below 80. Mahomes has two, and one of them is his first ever Super Bowl. Though, And that's the win, by the way, I'm talking about. Take the dub Brady... Brady's 11 and 8 in those spots, which gives you. So he has 19 playoff games where he struggled, and he won more than half of them. Now, some of those were, you know, great comebacks or rallying, and some of them were he downright played poorly and had a Bill right. Belichick defense. The pace thing is what I think is why some Brady folks and why all of New England is Niner fans this weekend, even though I don't think typically folks from the greater New England area love San Francisco, we can show you the current pace for Patrick Mahomes, Brew. The first one is, if he loses, if he loses, he's ahead of pace. I I, I don't mind this pace graphic. If he wins, we can show it to you, he is blowing the pace out of the water. 
Yep. And so that is, and for both of them, we didn't include their rookie year because they didn't start. And if you want to knock off one extra year from Brady because he missed his season with injury, you can, but that could happen to Mahomes as well. So that's where, Brew, I think this could become a moot point. Like, oh, what if he only gets five? But it also, right now, it could not have started more positively in any realistic Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Sure. What? I said, Go sure. You're not convinced? I bought that. No, not at all. And I, I actually think it's a little bit insulting to Mahomes if we want, like Mahomes is talking about, fast-forwarding, uh, you know, 15 years. If Mahomes is sitting at five rings in 15, in 15 years, years, and let's well, say be 21 Arch Manning years. comes up and has two Super Bowls, but he's like hot out of the gate right away, and there's younger versions of us being like – Arch Manning, right up there with Mahomes. I think we would freak out, and you guys would no, be making no, the same argument that I am No, but we don't even have to do the making. Arch Manning thing. If, if, and then we can move on. If, let's just take it, again, to its furthest possible conclusion. If Caleb Williams comes into the league and his first two years in the league wins both Super Bowls, would people then? Would it be fair to then be having the discussion, is Caleb Williams on pace to be the greatest quarterback we've solid. ever seen? Absolutely. And if the question then is, if Caleb's like, hey, guys, by the way, my plan's only to play eight years. And if he wins five Super Bowls in eight years and people want to say, I think that's the best quarterback I've ever seen, you know that would be fair. Yep. We'll meet in the middle. That- if Caleb Williams wins five Super Bowls in the next Okay, eight years, you know what? <laughs> I will give him the vote. Okay. Congratulations, <laughs> Chicago or Washington Commanders. Uh, when we talk about Travis Kelsey being booed up, this is not what we meant. Okay. <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey. Thanks. Round the- good. I like that, Wiles. That means that. it was corn. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey roundly booed during their interviews. Mahomes complimentary. Kelsey out here looking like Pernell Whitaker ready to go. <laughs> Take a listen. We're playing a great 49ers team, but we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh. Niners. Niners fans. He's calling you out. And uh, it's, it's been asshole. <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. Make me want to play right now, baby. <laughs> Woo! I love the booze, man. I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang. Keep them coming. <laughs> are you surprised the Chiefs were getting booed, Cobro? I got to be honest, and I know yesterday we had the discussion about Mahomes being the villain and why everybody's or a lot of people are against the Chiefs. I am surprised. I mean, those were loud boos. Like, the Chiefs have done nothing to be disliked. The commercials are great. Mahomes is great. Like, I don't mean it's play, but personality-wise, Andy Reid, likable. Kelsey and Taylor Swift, even though some people might like like that. Everybody likes them. Right. Like, I – I, the Patriots did things where outside of football, you understand why people didn't like them. Belichick's personality, cheating scandals, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't get this at all. Now, I get the jealousy of we want somebody else to win or how are we going to beat this team? Here they are in a bad season and they're going to win the Super Bowl or at least they're in the Super Bowl. I get that. But those boos were rocking. Yeah, so okay. I'm, I am surprised I- at the the – so I'm gravity. I'm that. not surprised at all, and those people are not the people going to the Super Bowl. So listen, that nobody gets to the Super Bowl a week early, and if you do, and it's the Vegas Super Bowl, you're going to be selling your Super Bowl tickets by Friday to pay for the gambling losses. <laughs> so that, those people were locals. Yeah, so who local. are locals? Oh wait, people that have very good reason to hate the Chiefs. They're Raider fans, guys. Can we remind you what Patrick Mahomes has done against the Raiders, Uh-oh. if you will? He's 30 touchdowns in 12 games. It's, it, he has tortured them more than he's tortured any other team. While the Niners are out here complaining about their practice field, they should be complaining about the fact that this stadium is held in Arrowhead West, otherwise known as Allegiant Field. Can we show you at the Raiders Stadium? Mahomes has second most wins of any quarterback ever. They, only Derek Carr has more. What about quarterback-coach combo success at Allegiant Stadium? They got the most. Pretty good. So it's well, the Raider it's, it's fans a young who has well, <laughs> it's, it's four years. It's four years. And a team that plays there once a year has the most wins of any coach-quarterback combo. So it's angry Raider fans, guys. Like, that, that's 
That's what it, that's what it was. It was locals or people visiting from out of town who might not be going to the game, but know that they are rooting against the Chiefs. It sounds silly, but I do think it's going to fire up the Chiefs. Of course it is. Kelsey, was, Kelsey oh, got yeah. real yeah, energy. Yeah, he was yeah. Ready. Speaking of firing up the Chiefs, let's go to this. Okay, yeah. finally. Yeah. Some bulletin board material. <laughs> Here was Nick's prediction yesterday on who would deliver <laughs> bulletin board material. My money would be on former Chief Traverius Ward. Let's take a listen to how this uh, take panned out. Now that you're on the 49ers. Oh, it's good over here. Better? Yeah, it's good over here. In what ways is it better? Every way. Every way possible. Classic one. Uh, a wow. class? classic category you, you did, one. You did 102 players and coaches at Media Day. Nailed it. And I nailed it. Dusty the board. Chavarius <laughs> Ward. I mean, he's had two all-time quotes this week because he also is the person who said oh the Super Bowl's in Vegas, so we'll probably turn up Monday and Tuesday but then get down to business by, by Wednesday. So Chavarius Ward has to go on the board. And people might say it's media day. What do you want him to do? Patrick Mahomes invented something yesterday, bro. The reverse bulletin mm. board, which is – I'll put this up while we play you the video – Um. Patrick Mahomes was asked about drafting an all-time yeah. fantasy team. All players in league history, no Chiefs allowed. And his wide receiver three choice was interesting. Let's go ahead and play that if you could. Wide receiver number one. Um, Randy Moss for me. Wide receiver number two. Uh, let me go with... I'll go with Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver number three. Um, let me go with Jamar Chase. <laughs> so Jamar Chase, who is the one who has trolled the Chiefs for anything, Mahomes putting him on it. That's that's what Javarius Ward should have done. All Javarius Ward said, two amazing organizations. Obviously won a championship with Kansas City. You know, I'm grateful for my time there, but he couldn't help himself. So better over here, Javarius Ward, third niner on the board. Good job. There's also, definitely no rule. Like Andy Reid has the rule, no, no. bulletin board material. Oh, my I'll gosh. Complain about the grass. Also, shout out to the reporter. Oh, that kid did great. Yeah, he crushed it. That Good kid job. also did really well in the draft. He, had, he got Jerry Rice and Calvin Johnson awesome. on his team. He did great. Good yeah. job. Uh, is Purdy the next Drew Brees? That's next on FS1. Purdy. And the Somewhere. Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Give it a shot if you're in your car. What? Look at our boss. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Black History Month is a perfect time to reflect on all of our black heroes. Don't count the days. Make the days count is not a quote attributed to a poet or a novelist, but rather boxer Muhammad Ali. Both spiritual and lyrical, there has never been an athlete quite like him. He challenged not only authority, but the way we thought and lived, all the while becoming the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time and inarguably the most important. Ali was Instagram and TikTok before they existed. Endlessly entertaining, but serious and defiant. He made not only opponents uncomfortable, but our government too. Refusing to support the Vietnam War, saying, you want me to go somewhere and fight, but you won't even stand up for me here at home. Muhammad Ali opened the doors for every athlete to walk through. Welcome back to the show. QB battle. Mr. Irrelevant versus the heir to the GOAT throne. One AFC executive told Albert Breer the golf at QB is biblical. Feels like David versus Goliath at quarterback, but vice versa everywhere else. The 49ers team is better, but Kansas City has the better quarterback. Common opponents look pretty similar, actually. Purdy has uh, more yards. Wow, Same TDs, but threw too many interceptions against the Ravens, though. Interesting. But overall, not a landslide victory for Mahomes. So, uh, Nick, do you want to go here? Do you want to go to the Purdy sure, fan I, on the uh, show? No, I'll go. It's fine. Okay, how large is the gap at quarterback? Listen, I, I'm going to be respectful. This is not Bradshaw Ferragamo, and it's not Peyton versus Grossman. But it is Steve Young, Stan Humphreys. It is in that neighborhood. 
I mean, we can show it to you. You had a good graphic. I have one as well. I like the gap between hubs, if we could. Purdy and Mahomes, I think that <laughs> illustrates it. I, I mean, pretty well. And I know, I, I know that Wilds doesn't like hype. Sometimes this entire show is so farcical, Wilds puts on mountain climbing gear to climb a pretend <laughs> mountain and pretend snow. In fact, that's going to happen in 34 minutes. Yet Maybe sometimes, Coach, I ask the simplest of hypotheticals, and that side of the table is like, I live in reality no, and will not talk engage. About trading guys. And do so not talk about the, trading Brock Purdy before the Super no, Bowl. And so here's, right, Coach, here here's simply what I would say. Here we go. If Patrick were on this Niners team, I, say, I, I think it'd be one of the greatest teams ever. And if Brock were on this Chiefs team, mm-hmm. I think they would have had a bottom five offense. What if he had three arms? And so, no, I, okay. I, I think that, that's what I think. So the gap is around that size. Nick went comical with his Grand Canyon. What, what, that's what that was, right? Oh, All right, let me give you some facts. First, let me address the coach who said the Niners have the far better team. I'm not so sure because you know I've been grinding. Yeah, I got a day that. left where I can really get it's into these plays. Coach, the me and Coach were diagramming plays oh, upstairs. Really? Yes. <laughs> For five Absolutely. months, I tried to convince you the Chiefs were good. Now you finally might well, have acknowledged here, here we go. Who's got the better defense? You've been saying Kansas all year City. that Kansas City has a better yes. defense. Statistically, any obje- objective measure, the Chiefs do have the yeah. best defense. They're very close. There was two and three in points yeah. scoring defense this season. But in the playoffs, it's not even better. close. Yeah. Kansas City's holding teams, and they play one more game. They're holding teams to 13 points. The, the Niners are giving up 26 points a game. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to their yeah. defense recently, but I, we can say Kansas City's got yeah. the better defense. Offensive line. Now, I know Nick gets mad. He loves pro football focus until I, it disagrees I with him. I don't All right? love pro the football, football focus. The pro football focus has the Chiefs. Now, it's not a huge gap, but the Chiefs offensive line ranked 18th. Uh, the Niners, 21st. The, and Niners, oh, went up. Chiefs was higher during the season, but it's gone down. China, well, Niners has been around And the Chiefs are now there. also without their best offensive line. Yes, but, but they look pretty good yeah. against Baltimore. No doubt. That line. Yeah, okay, All right, yeah. so – What the Niners have better are the skill positions, you know, outside of quarterback. They got the the better skill positions. But, so that's, I'm not sure they have the better team. But secondly, the gap. And I want to hear your opinion on this because you'll find this interesting. I'm going to go cross sports. I'm going to say the gap because we're talking about the best ever in our our opinion. It's the best we've ever seen versus, you know, a guy that's only in his first full year as a starter. A guy that's the third youngest starting quarterback in the Super Bowl history. I'm going to say, Nick, the gap is like Luka Doncic, who's not as good as Mahomes in this sport, but still yeah, but, all-time great. Yeah. And Rick or Jalen Brunson. He <laughs> I, Rick, dad, I covered his dad when he was with the Knicks. Jalen no, Brunson. I'm, I'm a, not a, okay. A, a guy that's – you're not okay with that? No, I, Brock, that's, that's an insult huge to Jalen Brunson. How? Brock Jaylen was Brunson's a pro bowler. Jalen's an all-star. Jaylen. I know. I'm not, I, 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 I mean, he's playing great, but okay. Brock Purdy's playing great sure. too. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm with I'm with Nick on this. I think the gap is so big between the two quarterbacks. And I think that, that we're looking at a two-time – MVP of the league. We're looking at a two-time Super Bowl MVP, a two-time Super Bowl champion, and 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 that experience matters. It really matters in in a in a moment like this. And there's so many things that are happening around the Super Bowl. There's so many things that take you away from football. There's so many so many things related to the moment where the game just feels huge. And the first time you're there, you have to get that that feeling under control. And and they don't have that. And everybody on the Chiefs' sidelines knows if it goes south or if something bad happens, they've got Patrick and he's going to bring it back into focus where if San Francisco has things go wrong, they're not looking at Brock the same way. Mm. I thought a a great quote by, by Patrick, if we could just bring it up, he talked about this is a business trip. I told the guys if we win, we'll bring everyone back to Vegas to celebrate. And that encompasses, that to me encompasses the experience aspect of it. Like we're just here for one thing where I think the 49ers, they're enjoying the moment and, and it could be too big for them. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, Coach, do you think that the Chiefs playing on the road for these last two games helps them now go to Vegas where San Francisco has been at home? I, I think it helps them in terms of the belief in the quarterback and the belief in their team. 
Yeah, I think that's where it really changes things is now they know they can do something that they hadn't done before, just like now they know they can win back-to-back Super Bowls, which they haven't been able to do before. Okay. Did that help you? Did that sway you at all? Or? I, I, look, if Mahomes is on a tier by himself, we all know he's better. Then there's a second tier of Josh Allen, Lamar, you know, guys like Burrow. Joe Burrow. I think Brock, Brock is in that third tier. But the third it, tier is the longest way you're picked, though, I was talking about oh, specifically. I'm, I'm just bringing it all in. Like you know, I said, Coach and I are running through some plays. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't get Niners got some good plays. <laughs> <laughs> Article in The Athletic that poses a question that Savvy First Things First viewers already know the answer to. Is Brock Purdy the next Drew Brees? Well, let's hop back into the Wayback Machine and take a listen to Chris Broussard last week. <laughs> Here's a comparison you can put on my doorstep. Not Joe Montana, Drew Brees. I think this guy can be Drew, and I know what Drew Brees is. This guy can be like a Drew Brees. Okay. Now, The Athletic agrees with you. Yes, The Athletic, you're welcome. (laughs) All right. Is Purdy Sealing officially Drew Brees? In the story, John Lynch... Saw some similarities. Drew Brees himself saw some similarities, all right? So it wasn't just Brew. But will you ask that question again? Because Is the ceiling? Drew, yeah, official. Ceiling? I'm, ceiling. Not, that's not saying he's definitely getting there. No ceiling. But ceiling. Coach, same stature, all right? Neither one of them has a great arm, strong arm. Thus far, you're describing me both, as well. No, both accurate, all right? Both great at processing, smart Still quarterbacks. Me. On-time quarterbacks. And now Drew Brees, I'll give this. He put up some huge numbers without some, you know, as great uh, supporting Superstar receivers. And even on some bad teams, some 7-9 teams and things like that. But that was later in his career. Brock's off to a much better start. He's got a better supporting cast, but a much better start. And what I see Brock Purdy doing, win or lose Sunday, I see him growing where five years from now he's viewed as he's just a really good quarterback and this dude's smart and he's a winner and he's going to win. So, yeah, I'd say ceiling is Drew Brees. Uh, we're, we're jumping the gun and we're putting that ceiling. That's a pretty aggressive ceiling. It's a, here. Yeah, it's a high ceiling. ceiling. It's a very, very high ceiling. So there's been 12 5,000-yard passers, and Drew Brees has five of those. He's been to 13 Pro Bowls. Can we bring up some of his other accolades? It just goes on and on. Led the NFL (laughs) pass yards, completion percentage, pass TDs, passer rating. rating. (laughs) I think right now the the bar should be, is he better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Let's start there. Let's start there. Is that a debate, Coach? Well, we'll see how he does in the Super Bowl, right? Let's see how he does in the Super Bowl. Before we start comparing him to Drew Brees, Drew Brees was incredibly hard to deal with. He made the people around him better. He processed things so quickly. He could hurt you with with his arm because of his accuracy and his quick release. And it was a challenge every single time you faced him to disguise coverages so he couldn't figure out what you're in. So Brock is a really nice story right now, and, and, and he should continue to progress. And I know his stats are fantastic. But Drew Brees, we're kind oh, yeah. of throwing him around. Drew, like, so, like, so hold on. Oh, yeah, he so, can hit that. I just want to be clear. Drew. Okay, we can just – Chris Broussard is now on the record that we can show Drew Brees that ceiling. this is Brock Purdy's ceiling. Yeah. Ranking first or second in basically every major NFL passing category. He's not saying he's great. He's not saying he's <laughs> things. On. He's saying that's his it's ceiling. Ceiling? Yeah. I didn't say floor. No. His ceiling. That means – Yeah. That means he. That could. doesn't mean I'm saying he, he's definitely no, getting there. No, of but course. That's, You're that's saying he's time offensive MVP. <laughs> yeah, two, all, all these Super things. Bowls Y'all act like I'm crazy. Because no, Mr. So, Irrelevant no. is starting in the so Super can Bowl I, this can weekend. I ask Coach, Who saw that coming? Can, can I ask Coach? Uh, I mean, not use uh, all year. Nobody saw the, um, it. Nobody saw it. I'm just saying. I he's had over a different team. comp last week that the Athletic didn't steal. That I'm. Of course they didn't steal. If Coach likes it more. I think his ceiling is Mark Brunel. Could you see that? Mark Brunel, Jacksonville era. Ceiling. Yes, ceiling. That, that, that he one day, if everything breaks right, like that's the best he could he be could Mark be. Brunel. Yeah, Mark Brunel had a, a nice career and, yep. and did a lot of really positive things. It, it's just so early right yeah. now with this guy to, to, to put him in the category of Drew Brees. No, and I'm not putting him in I, I really that like what he's done. 
but that's a that's a really high ceiling. Bruce just said his ceiling is first ballot. You said he can never be better than Mark Brunel. No, I'm not saying that's that's, that's what Nick said. Yeah, I'm no. just saying we're we're setting that ceiling. Bruce really setting really 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 the ceiling. Look at his greatest players ever. Uh, Turfgate. Might be 49ers not happy with the grass at UNLV which laid sod down on top of the artificial turf. Now, according to The Athletic, an official said the field is, quote, incredibly soft. Like the Niners, for one. Like sponge. I mean, San Francisco. Now, this is a report that I believe the report, but give me a break. Uh San Francisco considered flying back to Santa Clara to practice there. Oh, come on. Here's Kyle (laughs) Shanahan. It is what it is. We'll be all right. It's the field we got. We'll be all right. We're good. We're not going to completely change our schedule and do something crazy. Like, we'll deal with what we got, and we're we're good. Okay. Uh, Good for Kyle Shanahan. Bad on everyone in the organization, including maybe Kyle Shanahan, for whining to the NFL. Guys, in in the ongoing storyline of this NFL season, totally normal things, but they're controversial when they involve the Kansas City Chiefs. Guess what? For the 58th time in 58 Super Bowls, it's being held in a city with just one NFL stadium. And they're not going to practice together. So much like last year, the Eagles practiced at the Cardinals facility and the Chiefs had to practice at Arizona State in Scottsdale. But you didn't ever hear about it because they weren't pre-complaining whiny babies. The Chiefs Ah! this year are in the stadium and the Niners this year are at a gorgeous complex at UNLV. Oh, but the Chiefs have an indoor facility. Maybe, but they didn't use it. They practiced yesterday outdoor in the rain in pads. But you know what this strikes me as, Brew? A team lacking confidence. Oh. A team that is ah. looking for pre-excuses. Like Their no, tackles no, no, no. hold the field. The footing isn't <laughs> great. We all know last year the Chiefs only won a Super Bowl because when they had the ball or when they were on defense, the field was great, but the poor Eagles were wearing uh, Apollo Anton Ono's skates out there. Like, <laughs> like so this is, this is pre-complaining no. for a team lacking confidence. Last year, you're right about the Eagles. That was because they both yeah. playing on the same field. Uh-huh. This, this is legit. Oh my God. I'm sitting now. I, I like Kyle Shanahan's attitude of look, no excuses, whatever it is, and we're practicing on nails. We'll be all right. Can I stop you there? But, no, he did on. not hold say on. that, bro. Didn't feel He's like, that well, no, he was Shanahan. like, what do you want us to do? Oh, no. that's a good point. Yeah. If one team, they put sod on top of AstroTurf. Yeah. And that's supposed to be steady? Well, so go go take care of that early. No, the, the, the NFL has a responsibility to give both teams the same advantages or disadvantages. You think this Bro, is a sig- I think this is an advantage. They had 23 experts look at it. They had the NFL PA. They said look it's at below it. the standard that no. most of the fields 20, are on. 23 experts, the NFL PA, then they had independent advisors or independent experts come and look at it as well. And when you go to the Super Bowl, sometimes you get the pro team's field, sometimes you get the other field, sometimes it's the good, the sometimes field. they're not. It is it's the that field. they put fake grass right. that, or grass down and on top of AstroTurf. That's not grass that's so been you're growing okay all with year. This wine. How many I don't think it's whining. I think I, it's some reporter wrote it, but I think I, I don't think Kyle Shanahan was whining. How many experts we do we need to sign off on it before it's okay? And and it's one of those things, yeah. It's, it's not, like fifty percent, right? The rating, or usually they a, said they want the rating between 70, seventy and eighty, and this was rated a fifty. Okay, that's that, that, that's significant. The, the, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm just, how many more people can sign off on this field before it's it's okay? And look, you, you're gonna practice somewhere different than where you normally practice, and it's much more comfortable to be at home. But you just deal with it, just and, and the last why? thing you want to do is be talking about. Oh, the field's not good. This isn't good. And to Nick's point, you don't want to build in any reasons why no, you guys I agree. I don't think they are. Do you ever I play video games with your there. kids? No. Oh, come on. Say I yes. don't like video games. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, okay, you do. Sorry, everybody. You know, and, so, you know what this Sorry, You know what this felt a lot like? <laughs> if you're playing idea. someone in a video game that you know is better than you, and the moment you're like, you're like, oh, you know, it's cool, it's fine, it won't be a problem, but uh, this controller kind of doesn't, you know, <laughs> it, the, the square button doesn't work. It sticks, <laughs> but it'll be fine. It's a pre-excuse because you know deep down in your brain you might be getting ready to get your ass kicked on Sunday, and you want to be like, we didn't have proper footing Tuesday afternoon. Well, I don't think it's that bad. Thank you, Tony. 23 experts. Coming up, it's the frostiest segment in all of sports. It's Mahomes Mountain. It's a special edition of Mahomes Mountain. 
I can't even tell you what it is. Mm. It's entire rosters. It's the entire roster of both teams. But right now, oh, bro, why is Brew on First things side? first, Ball, you're still on the 49ers side, but you've not made your pick. No. We think it's coming tomorrow also, or the next day. Wild, you should be bigger. Thank you. Should he? Right on the wow. graphic, or you just like working out? No, nice on the graphic. That. Oh, thanks. That's nice. Uh, for uh, what am I now? I don't even know where I'm Sorry. at. Sorry, that was a compliment. Blew me away. <laughs> no, I was surprised. Uh, Mahomes an underdog for the third time this postseason. Line is currently two and a half. I expect that thing to probably land at around one and a half. You're such a fraud. <laughs> once the god dog it, once man. once soft money comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Why spent time today talking to me about the history of this line and where I thought it was going to land, and then he just took it? What did you say, yeah. land? Yeah, where it's going to land. Where it's going to I think one and a half. <laughs> Take a listen. Really good. Yeah, I mean, I think you approach like any other game. I, mean, I never feel like the underdog. I always feel like we have a chance to win the football game, and that's how we approach every single game. And or we were underdogs in the last Super Bowl. So all you can do is just have that same mindset of just going out there, playing your best football, get, uh, best football, and hoping that you uh, end up with a win. Okay, more dangerous as an underdog. Absolutely. The only way you could possibly be more dangerous is if you were an underdog and injured. But he's not, so they'll have to take him as just healthy. Uh, so Mahomes' <clears throat> career... Favorite underdog, we can show it to you over the course of his career. As a favorite, he has the best stats ever as a favorite, and then they get better. His win percentage goes down by a few percentage points, actually. It goes from just under 79 to right at 75. Everything gets better. In the playoffs, though, it is even more interesting. So what you'll see is one thing drops massively. And it's his yardage. Right. His touchdowns go down from three a game to two, and his yardage drops by almost 85. But the rating goes up and the mistakes go away. So what that tells me is, Coach, when he knows he's up against it and he knows he cannot afford a mistake, he will not make that. I buy that. He, they're not going to be as explosive. They've never, as an underdog in the playoffs, <clears throat> blown anybody out. But what he's saying, I am going to make every decision with precision and not make any mistakes. And then you have the added part of the anger that I think you see from the Chiefs as a whole when they feel disrespected, even if it is made up out of whole cloth. But it started with the Burrowhead, it went into the Super Bowl, and then they can't win on the road, and then what they did with Buffalo and Baltimore. So, yes, I, Coach, I think he's more dangerous as an underdog. I, I thought it was really interesting that he said he never felt like an underdog because the Wednesday before the Baltimore game, he said that he felt like an, you know he felt like being the underdog motivated him, which which I think is true. And and with Mahomes, with the amount of successes he had so so early on and so consistently, and the the greatness that that he's shown and 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 the team has shown that successes like Martini can relax you. But one thing that Patrick's done consistently is is be the same guy, and that was the trademark of Tom Brady, regardless of the su- success the money, the fame, to be able to work the same way. And for Patrick to be in this position where he hasn't had his best season and the team offensively hasn't been its best, and now they're the underdogs in the playoffs and they have the chance to do something that they've never done, to, to have all those different aspects to it and, and, and now be looked upon as, as you know, the guy who's got to come overcome this, I think it's 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 hugely motivating for him. Yeah, I think look, it's hard to say he's more dangerous. I mean, he's dangerous enough as the favorite. You know, he's had two five touchdown games in the playoffs. Both of them came in the early rounds when they were the favorite. So he's great either way. But I think, coach, to your point, you know, when you win or have success so early, it can like the regular season or even just years can you can look for motivation because you can get bored or something like that. And I do think being the underdog, oh, they doubt me. Haven't I proven enough to him? That does motivate him and, and Kelsey for sure, those two for sure. And so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be dangerous as underdog. But I don't know if he's any – it's hard to say more dangerous. Um, this is off the 49ers' uh, social media post. Do you think both teams want to be underdogs? Yes, yes. the Chiefs are. They do. Both – here's the – and I saw uh, – a guy I like a lot on a different show making the accurate point that the Chiefs are underdogs and being yelled at. 
It was, I think it was Chris Canty, my old buddy. Yeah, and he was being yelled at. They're like, how can you say that? And it's because <laughs> the scream. Yeah. Because they are the literal underdog. Especially now that gambling's legal. You, we, you know how we know who the underdog is? Because they set one. Yeah. And you know who it is. The Niners, on the other hand, are now one of only a handful of teams in the history of the NFL to be favored in every game they played all year. Every single game this team's been the favorite. They would like to play the underdog role, and they have an underdog story yeah. at quarterback, but they are not the underdogs. I, the reason I think they are more dangerous is I when Mahomes has lost, I think it's 25 games total in his career, playoffs and regular season combined. And there have only been six of those that I would consider huge games. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. playoff games, couple regular season games against Buffalo, and the rematch against Cincinnati. And the point being, the, when he is focused and they are locked in, they don't lose. When they, they are more likely to lose the, the, the Broncos game. where They've beaten 15 straight times. Yeah. They have five turnovers. The Raider game on Christmas, those games. The Colts game here. last year that Brew <laughs> talked about. Oh, Mahomes Mountain <laughs> coming up next. Oh, yeah. Live from New York, it's the second hour of First Things First as we continue Never a Doubt Week. Indeed. We're we're really trying to drive that home so at the parade, they'll be chanting, wild, wild. (laughs) Today, is there any chance Purdy can gain the respect of everyone at the table with a Super Bowl win? Of course he is. Meanwhile, LeBron on the trade deadline. Shh. Trading for Chandler? Trade library? No, he said he's, I he's, think he's untouchable. He, he is. is. He is. <laughs> he said he's going to remain silent. But I did like a Shangun reference in the show. Uh, but let me get you caught up to speed. It's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and you are in or for an icy treat. Last week, after we ascended to the peak of the mountain, we looked around. Guess what we saw? What? Yet another summit. Yeah. So grab your oxygen, everybody, like my grandma. We're headed to the... It's not funny. She has... Challenges for you. Really? It doesn't smoke. Not afraid of a little bottle, though. <laughs> not fun. Okay, go ahead. Dusty, not funny. Yeah, careful. <laughs> We're headed to Rare Air, an all Super Bowl roster edition of the coldest segment in all of sports. It's Mahomes Mountain, but everybody's on it. Uh, yes, and you might wonder how can it be called Mahomes Mountain? It was called Mahomes because yeah, it's the quarterbacks yeah. and because he's at the top. Well, guess what, guys? Spoiler alert. He's going to be at the top of this mountain, too. But it is 21 players, six rows, and these two teams have so much talent. The following guys didn't make the mountain. Two all-pros, Joe Tooney and Hufanga, because of injury, mm-hmm. because they're out for the game. But Javarius Ward, who was an all-pro, did not make the mountain. Eric Armstead. Did not make the mountain after I talked to a smart defensive personnel who was grinding the all-22 and said, wasn't that impressed? I won't name who it was. Might be sitting next to me. All right, here we go. <laughs> row six. Row six no for the mountain. Ah, come on. Dre Greenlaw, Javon yeah. Hargrave, two of the reasons that this Niners front seven is the strength of their team defensively, at least. I think one of the most underrated safeties in the league, Justin Reed. Oh, and also on the mountain with the 21 guys, 10 of them are the best in the league at their position Two of them right there next to each other. Harrison Bucker, ever since Justin Tucker fell off of it the last couple of years, trash talk didn't help. Kyle Juszczyk and Brock Purdy making the mountain for the 21 best players in the Super Bowl in year two. It is a remarkable story of perseverance, an underdog story, yeah. a guy going from Mr. Irrelevant to a Super Bowl mountaintop wow. in his Actually, first year as a starter. True. It's Even amazing. Mean it and, right. and again, Wilds, if we can remind the audience, the mountain is top to bottom. What is it not? I'm not with you on this. Well, you're right. What do you mean? We've got sources it on is, the committee. Yeah. It is, there's no committee either. It is not left to we right. Know it's left. It is who would have a fullback ahead of the quarterback. Give me a break. All right, now the top 15. <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, another underdog story, a seventh-round pick, but nobody go. Oh, he was the seventh-to-last player pick, so he doesn't get any of the notoriety. George Kittle, top three tight end in football. Jerry Rasheed Rice, who is up 20 yards away from the second most receiving yards in postseason by any rookie ever. The best center in football, Creed Humphrey. And this year, first-team All-Pro in the slot corner. We won't call him the best slot corner, but he was first-team All-Pro. It's the nickel corner, Trent McDuffie. A great draft pick they got with the Tyree Kill trade. Now for our top ten. Brandon Ayuk, 
fresh off the best season of his career. Fred Warner, the best middle linebacker in the sport. Debo Samuel, when healthy, one of the best jack-of-all-trades in the sport. Nicky Bosa, of course, that's an all-niner row, my goodness. Wow. Nicky Bosa, one of the better edge rushers in the league and the best of the two Bosa brothers. Now to your top six. All three of these guys, the best in the world at what they do. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in football. Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle in football. With respect to Aaron Donald, Chris Jones has surpassed him. And Legereus Sneed this year was the best coverage corner in the entire NFL. Now to the top three. You have the best left tackle in the league, the best tight end ever, the best playoff tight receiver, not named Jerry Rice ever, and the best tight end in football. And then, of course, atop the mountain, the best quarterback in the world. World. Ten of the positions across the entire league, the best players at them are in this game right here. Coach, that is the Super Bowl edition of Mahomes Mountain. It's a nice, it's a nice mountain. That oh, thank together. you. It's, thank you. It's a, it's a little bit more palatable than the ones you, you'd normally put together. <laughs> I, 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 I need to move CMC up. Oh, I need to move wow. him up. I think the impact that oh. he's had on the 49ers can't be can't be overstated. So they're 22 and six since he's gotten there, okay. And and the difference between him and a lot of guys at his position is he can go out and he can catch passes and he can work on linebackers, he can work on safeties. He's got that versatility. And usually when you have those guys, then you're giving up something in some other area. But he's excellent as a blocker, so he can pick up linebackers and blitz protection. He can do that very well. He can hit the edge in the running game, and he can run downhill. So very rarely do you have a fight, do you find a back that has all those elements to it. Nick talked about his impact and, and his numbers this season, but to me it's the impact that he's had on the team itself and how dangerous he is on a simple check down to take the ball 60 yards, which you don't find with most backs. And his issue over the course of his career hasn't been ability by any stretch. Available. It's been, yeah, availability yeah. or durability. So to me, he deserves to move up and have the same impact as either Trent or Kelsey. Okay, so a couple things. One is, one of coaches, my favorite kind of coach uh, anecdotes from way early, years when we were in the old studio, is you would talk about guys, I don't know if you would say show muscles or effective muscles, you would talk about guys, the difference between guys who are effectively really strong and guys who just look, you know, look yeah. great coming off the bus. I feel like Christian McCaffrey and Mahomes are great examples of that first category. So we saw that video of McCaffrey walking around his house with all the <coughs> uh, bruises and stuff. Oh, yeah. He doesn't look as ripped as some of the other. No, he looks strong. You know, he looks strong, but he clearly has, I think, some intentional weight on him that makes him so bouncy off the off these guys. And one of the reasons he's so effective. I think he is far and away the best running back in football. But I have to, you know, as Doyle Brunson would do, put a man to a decision. Who are you moving oh. down, Trent Williams or Travis Kelsey? I would move Trent Williams down. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, tell look, him that. The, the record with Trent versus versus okay. Christian is dramatically different. Trent and oh, and ooh. and the impact that that Christian has in the game. Right. I mean, it's much more extensive. I was ready for a whole right. Travis Kelsey rebuttal. No, you I, Trent Travis Williams, Kelsey so is perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry to do this. I have to call you out. Yeah. Why? I don't understand. Thank you. How, in like four days of no nothing going on. Since last Thursday, what is that? Five days, whatever. Kyle Juice Check becomes better than Brock. He's Perth. not better. Because Dusty, can we <laughs> see the graphic? Yes. Come? This was not even a week ago. Yes, that I is don't see order. Juice Check that is left there. to right. Correct. I see. Per so how is Juice Check move he ahead of Brock Purdy? He has point. What do you that mean? That is an excellent point. Right. He's not left I to right. It is how I have to tell you. It is levels of the mountain. Is this all that you have? There is no. No, no, that is that's just the one. No, I I don't have to check ahead of it. I do think Fred Warner should be switched with with Sneed. As much as I like Sneed, I would switch Warner, put Warner where Sneed's at. Switch those two. And Brock Purdy, this is my beef, should be up there where Brandon Ayuk is. All right? Ayuk is great, Wait, but somebody what? threw him all those passes, and it was Brock Purdy. Hold on. Debo is banged up a lot. So I got I thought a few years ago, I thought he was the best football player in the world. Wait a minute. But we got to take him down a little bit. I would actually switch Kittle and Debo too. And I look, having Pacheco, I don't know if anybody on national television 
has pubbed up Isaiah Pacheco like me. I said he's like, reminds me of Marshawn Lynch. All right? But you cannot have him. He didn't even rush for 1,000 yards this year. Rasheed Rice? Ahead of Brock wait, Purdy? Wait I mean, what are we talking so you about? you think Brock Purdy should be on that I just want to make tier. it very clear. And you are left to right. That is your belief. So you think he is the seventh best football no, you player would put, I, No, I said Warner. Like, when I did yeah. my, my yeah. mind last seven. week, Warner, put. I'm saying he should be on that level. Uh-huh. I, pull Ayuk down from that level yeah. and put Purdy uh-huh. on that level. You Got put him it. next to Bosa, yeah. but put him on that level. So it, you are left so right or you're not? So he should be moving up. Yeah, I'm just no, he, he can, but he's he can be to the to the right uh-huh. okay. of that. So you think, he, the you right think Brock Purdy's right. better than George Kittle? No, I said Kittle ahead of Debo. Well, I, Debo's been banged up, so, so you I'm think taking Brock Debo's better than Debo right now because Debo's okay. banged up I, and I, hurt, I, misses I, a lot of games. Yeah, and, and when he misses those games, Brock Purdy can't play. No, actually, they were three and zero without without Debo last, last year, year when Trent Williams yeah. played. Oh, okay. this year they lost without Debo because Trent Williams was. Oh, okay, so Brock and they already Brock got a bottom third offensive line no. that Purdy's had to maneuver and and scramble against. Facts. We saw it last Detroit. Can the brother scramble? Yeah, All right? Yeah. I said Dan it with Campbell. my chest. Brock Purdy should be on the fourth level. I okay. agree with that. All right. So, Brew thinks Brock Purdy is the seventh or eighth best player in the Super Bowl. I disagree. I've got someone that's not even on the mountain. Whoa. Wow. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, gosh. You've done it again. <laughs> Tony. Now, granted, he hasn't had a, a target <laughs> since the Patriots game before uh, Christmas. And he did go on his Instagram. It was taken out of context. Yeah. He claims. Yeah. He I don't know if he was or not, yeah. but he was he, taken out of context. He wasn't. he wasn't. He was talking to Giants fans. Yeah, take that, Ramsey. He's oh, talking yeah. to you, talking buddy. Talking to you, Ramsey. <laughs> exactly. Sorry about that. Uh, but here he was yesterday when asked about his ceiling. Take a listen. Your number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it. Yeah, if I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. You know I had to ask. No, you didn't yeah, have he to didn't ask. <laughs> yes, you did have he to ask. Yeah, you had to ask. He, Michael Robinson, you did not he have, did to have to ask. ask. Okay, just the numbers on the year. He's got 27 catches for 170 yards. So, not great. Don't get me wrong. But the other thing, Tony, 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 could he do it again? Huge impact in the Super Bowl. What? 65 yards and basically right. won the game. Set Secret the, weapon. So, set the here, so, so here I think he belongs is, on the mountain a little right, bit. He doesn't belong here. on the mountain. He belongs on the mountain. He belongs I don't know if you've gotten to this part of your all 22 studying yet or not. I'm not being a smart aleck there. Um, here is one thing that is tricky for the Chiefs in this game. The Niners, against the Chiefs and everyone, are super vulnerable to jet sweeps. Bosa and Chase Young crashed down. The Lions scored a touchdown against them with it. Last year when the Chiefs hung 44 on them, McCole Hardman scored two on those jet sweeps. They And it's always been a big part of Andy's game plan, particularly in the red zone. But the guys who get those are Kadarius Toney and McCole Hardman. Hardman who in round two had two touches and two fumbles. One was at the goal line. And Tony, who has been just popping balls up to defenders <laughs> yeah. all year. And so, Butter again, my, my recommendation for Garris Tony is drop down, not up. Like, yeah. I don't mind the drops. Just drop, knock the ball down. So the question is, is one of them going to be deeply involved in the game plan? I think the answer is yes, and I think it will be McCole Hart. Okay. Yeah. It'll be both. I trust McCole Hart. I agree. Trade deadline on Thursday. Lake Show coming off a win in Charlotte. Now two games above 500, but still sitting in ninth place. Here's LeBron on the trade deadline. Take a listen. Do you think this is, roster is good enough to win a championship, or does there need any changes made? That's not. It's not a question for me. Um, I love what we have in the locker room, and uh, that's all I worry about. Listen, we, we yeah, I, I can't stand your ass. Um, you know, so like it doesn't. I don't get caught up in that. I, like that. <laughs> I wish that was real and not sarcastic. Yeah, that would have been great. Somebody walks by, like, except for him. Oh. All right, do the Lakers need to make a move before the trade deadline? I, well, one, I like LeBron's answer. I mean, that's what you should say. I love everybody in the locker room. We just got to get together. They need to make a move to be a championship team, yes, because mm-hmm. I don't think th- this is a championship team. But I don't know what move is out there. Like, 
it would have to be like a Steph Curry adding him or something yeah, like well, that. Yeah, well, that's not going to Right, happen. exactly. So I don't know, like, what DeJounte what? Murray, there's been talk about that. They need two things. They need three-point shooting and long and athletic, maybe one or two more defenders, because especially with Jared Vanderbilt being mm-hmm. hurt. So can I ask you a question? Because I just want to get an idea of where your head's at as far as where they are. I, Zach Levine's done for the year, but he was a guy that was attached to him. Right. If they had traded for Zach Levine, D'Lo and Rui for Zach Levine, would that have like? Do you think that's I how don't far think away so, they are? Because okay, that's I, why I Zach Levine would not play. I, I think he'd have a tough adjustment. It's always an adjustment playing with LeBron, especially if you're that third guy. And D'Angelo Russell is actually last month and a half he's averaging like 22 points a game. Austin Reeves is good. Like I actually think their supporting cast is pretty good. Rui is good. You know, Torian Prince, uh, Jackson Hayes is that long and athletic. I like him. So, I don't see the move out there for them. But when I look at the West and I get where they're at in the standings, OKC is young. And so, LeBron and AD with their experience, Minnesota is young. I'm not saying they beat those teams in the playoffs, but, you know, you got the experience and you got two guys that know how to get it done. To me right now, and this could change, but right now, the only two teams I see definitively like Lakers, they're not going to beat them, is Denver. And if they stay healthy, yeah, the Clippers. <laughs> okay. If they stay healthy. Phoenix is maybe. It could go yeah. either way. But you know what I mean? The, so they just have to zero in on what they do and, and get the, the vibes right so, and focus on some defense. And So know. I think I'm more down on the quality of the roster than you guys because I'm looking at it from the prism of in a postseason series. So right now, D'Lo's playing great. Mm-hmm. So he's played He's great for great a month. I think D'Lo is, against good teams, almost unplayable in the postseason. Mm. And I think he's shown that his entire career. I think that... Uh, a guy you guys mentioned, Jackson Hayes, Jack, who, who has – listen, he was a lottery pick for New Orleans. He's athletic. He's big. Jackson Hayes cannot play in the postseason, and he won't. And so now the roster gets thinner and thinner as you go down. And so if they want – if I operate – and Wiles got annoyed with us yesterday when we were talking about taking LeBron for granted or not. If I were the Los Angeles Lakers – I would be operating as if, you know, what would be really tragic for the franchise? If LeBron James just left. If in free agency, he left. And so would I be more likely to, I don't think I'm going to say what you think I'm going to say, to attach a draft pick to D'Angelo Russell to get 8% better, 9% better, even if overwhelming likelihood our ceiling is still the Western Conference Finals? I would, because if I'm the Lakers, I am not operating only in the world of how to win a title this year. I'm operating in the world of wanting to make sure LeBron James finishes his career with this team. Not because he's LeBron James, the the legend, but because he's still one of the... You you could have one of the 15 best players currently in the league walk out the door for nothing. That's a problem when it happens to anybody. And what are the Lakers next year if they lose LeBron for nothing? It doesn't open up a ton of cap space for him. What are they? A team that beat the Celtics. Finish the thought, if that's the real thought. A team that I, I think that there's so much gravity to LeBron James. I'm not willing to say there would they it would be 100 percent a disaster. Well, okay. I don't know left. that they would be demonstrably worth. They're the they're the ninth seed. No, right but they're, now. They're, they make the play in without ceiling, LeBron possible. Well, hold on. The Celtics point is LeBron and AD walk out the door. That team that beat the Celtics is the worst. The third worst team in the NBA. I wasn't willing. People the, ascribed that Celtics loss. Let's say. 98% to the Celtics laying down. I didn't. I thought it was 30% the Lakers kind of playing with a renewed energy. Was it weird that AD and LeBron weren't there? Yeah, but like Austin Reeves came alive. Jackson Hayes came alive. Uh, D'Angelo played well. They uh, could possibly be a play-in team without LeBron next year. Yes. They're in ninth place. Yes. Yes. Right, that's where like they that. are now. So, okay, so, if, so I, I, the reason I said finish the thought is if your opinion is – Losing any team in the league that loses an all NBA caliber guy for nothing in free agency, I think is a disaster. Yeah. If you think LeBron is in a weird way holding the team back. Well, I don't ba- think he's holding the team back, but I'm just not saying it's going to be in 
unmitigated disaster if it's just Anthony Davis, it was an, an all-star starter, I guess my point, like carrying a team. I guess my point is it, it's an un, it was an unmitigated disaster when Jalen Brunson left the Mavs for nothing. That's a disaster. When you let t- star talent walk out the door and get nothing, it's a disaster. The added element of, of him being who he is in the history of the league is almost second. I don't know that he's walking, though. I think he, his life is set up in L.A. I think if they show that they don't, that they're fine with just being okay. Medal's time. Uh, Pell's up 41. But Jose Alvarado says, you know what? 43. (laughs) Sorry, I love effort and tenacity. Doing that up 41? (laughs) Bronze medal. Kawhi, 36 and 5. I like sometimes when I make a joke just for me and Wilds at the end of it. I don't think it's funny. (laughs) Still... Silver medal, Anthony Davis, 25-15 and 11 assists in a win over the Hornets. Again, we normally, the Hornets are approaching the we have to do deflation for the statistics category. But when AD gets a triple-double, just his third of his career, we'll give it to him. And then a goal, Brandon Ingram, he was traded for Anthony Davis once. 41-6-9 in another just... Blowout win in the NBA. The that one by 38 over the Raptors. Oh, really? <laughs> Raptors are Boy, we can't have half the league on deflation. <laughs> hey, There's the medal stick the podium from last night in the association. Finally, we're going back to media day. The Chiefs were asked about Bosa and Jed York's bemoaning uh, Kansas City's propensity to hold. Juwan Taylor did not provide any reactionary bulletin board material. Take a listen. You see Nick's comments or have any response to those? Part of the game, man. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the game on Sunday for sure. Bro, you like that? You know that? what he meant. What? Holding is part of the game, man. <laughs> yeah, I hold. I hold is part of the game. That's what I do. <laughs> well, that, that's what he meant. I don't think. <laughs> great answer. I don't, think, I don't know what that's he true, meant. but I like that take. I, <laughs> that was what I, was the, This though. is a little confirmation bias, I'm sure. But ever since I read that Kalen Saunders tweet, the guy who won a couple Super Bowls with the Chiefs, or rotation defensive line. Makes sense. Um, that Andy got angrier at disrespecting the opponent or providing bulletin board material in a press conference than he would for a missed assignment. I watched the entire thing last night with that in mind, and I'm like, gosh darn it, it's right. Yeah. Like, there was, you couldn't – try as you might. You couldn't lead the Chiefs into a negative comment. Mm-hmm. You couldn't. You've got Travis Kelsey basically being George Kittle's biggest cheerleader. Mahomes saying he watched Brock Purdy when he was in college. It all <laughs> like all of it. It's great. Bake show coming up tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Speak I, I, coming I, I, up I, I, right I, I, now. Yes. Are you really? Yes, bro.